Blog Talk Radio. Wake up, everybody. It's time to get squared away with Navy SEAL Radio. I'm your host, David Rutherford. As a behavioral training expert, top motivational speaker, author, and performance coach, it's my mission in life to help you defeat the negative insurgency in your life. So get fired up to use Frog Logic, the Navy SEAL training program, to help you succeed in any environment imaginable. Booyah! All right. everybody out there is feeling fired up today. I hope everybody is feeling like they're getting it on and they're they're just they're they're feeling hard, right? You're feeling like you've you've done some amazing things in your life. You feel like you're you're going big. You feel like uh, you know, you've accomplished some amazing things. Now, what I want you to start doing is I want you to start thinking about how you've gotten there, right? What about us uh, that makes this life so grand, that makes life such an amazing thing to, to live for, that makes a, uh, you know an amazing opportunity to, to really live the American dream? Where, where does that come from, right? Where does that, where does that, where does that come from? How do, we, how do we invest in that? How do we understand that whole thing, man? Well, I'll tell you what, the first place you've got to start thinking about is, well, what makes America great, man? What makes America great? And what? why does this happen? Why is it such an unbelievable place to be, an unbelievable time, an unbelievable uh, way we function, and the unbelievable uh, history of our country? I mean, what makes, what makes the American spirit unbreakable? That's what I'm asking you right now. Do you know? I mean, if I, if I had to sit down with you in a small cafe somewhere and figure out what the deal is, what would you say where, why the American spirit is unbreakable? I mean, a lot of people all of a sudden just talk about, man, and it has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, we're just, we're proud. We're proud to be in America. We're, we're proud to be a, a great nation. We're, pr- we're proud to be a, a group of people that, uh, you know, that can really step up. To the game that can make a difference in this life that can that can uh, that can uh, really uh, excel in the face of adversity. Now that's a powerful place to be, isn't it? That's what I think. I mean, if if you don't if you understand that, I mean, why why well you know that you start thinking about well my goodness my gracious that's pretty amazing, right? That's amazing to be in that spot to be in. Uh, to, to 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 know that we just don't give up, we don't quit, folks. That's what American spirit is all about. We just don't don't quit, man. And that's powerful. That's a powerful, powerful thing, right? It's unbelievable that we have that in us. Now I go back to the original question I asked you: Where does that come from? How do we get there? How do we get that passion, that spirit? Where do we build it? 
Now, let me tell you, man, it comes from the beginning. It comes from the beginning that uh, that we need to we need to uh, embrace that we need to think about those moments, those people, all right? Those moments in in time where our country could have very easily ceased to exist, all right? Where our country had it gone one way or the other, we wouldn't be here today. Now, that's a powerful, powerful spot to be in, right? That's an absolute amazing place to, to understand you know that that's that's huge. That's absolutely huge. Now, I'll tell you what, folks. What's amazing about this whole thing is the recognition that there were men and women that made that happen. There were people that were so hard, that were so tough as nails, that they endured. All these hardships, all these pain, all this stuff that we can't even comprehend. Well, some of us can. That we, that, that American public can barely comprehend amidst of all this fighting and all this negativity that we spew out on each other, man. It's crazy. It's crazy what's happening right now out there in America. We, we've forgotten how awesome we are. Now, why is that? Why have we forgotten the power of America? Why have we forgotten the power of perseverance, the power of our tenacity, the power of our grit? Why have we forgotten that? I don't know, man. Because we've forgotten what it means to be hard. We've forgotten that bygone era. We've forgotten that, that greatest generation. We've forgotten our our the struggles in the South. We've forgotten... You know, the, the, the Civil War, we've forgotten the revolution and what it took to, to start this great nation. We've forgotten our forefathers. It's not relevant to us anymore. Now, why? Why do you think that's happening? Now, a lot of people out there say, well, it's just a, it's a part of society. It's the evolution of our educational system. It's, it's uh, the infighting amongst politicians. It's, it's uh, 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 the, the new generation, all this stuff. Everybody wants to pay, pass the blame. Everybody wants to point the finger. It's your fault. It's their fault. It's their fault over there. But I'll tell you what, it's, it's our fault. It's my fault, right? It's my fault that I don't do enough to, to rise to the occasion to help people believe in America again. It's my fault that I don't, I, don't, I don't delineate a message in a way where people should have the pride to be American, where they should be proud to understand our heritage, where we come from, the sacrifice that's been made for all of us. So I need to step it up just like you do. Now, there's, there's, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people out there that are that are passionate, that are patriotic, that are that are that are fired up. But what I ask you, aside from 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 going bananas on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, what are you doing outside that on a bigger scope? You know? What are you doing to protect the heritage of of all those that have come before us? What are you doing to, you know, uh to to make sure that American exceptionalism doesn't die, right? All the things that we've built, all the things we've created, all the intensity with which we've approached this amazing country of ours, you know, I mean, that's an amazing thing. Well, what are you doing to protect that, man? What are you doing to embrace that? 
Now, I'll tell you what. There's a lot we can do. There's a lot we can do to restore, to to rebuild, to to build up, to 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 make it become more part of our present consciousness, our our current history. If we just take hold of this, these vintage ideas, these 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 traditional concepts, these. These, these 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 powerful moments in history, and we rebuild them back into our fabric, back into the way we talk, back into the way we act, back into the way we, we address our future, man. That's how the American spirit doesn't die. That's how the American spirit stays focused and stays hard, right? Because we make it that way. So today, that's what today's show is all about, ladies and gentlemen. I'm super fired up to... To, to just get going on this. Today's idea, today is, is me defining, helping you understand what is the definition of vintage hard, right? What is, what does that mean? What is, how did we get to become such an, uh, a huge presence in the world and in, in the histories of mankind? Why does America play such a pivotal role? Why is the American spirit so, so, uh, so important to how the world functions, man? Because we're hard. And because we're willing to go head to head with the negative insurgency. It's we're it's it's because we're willing to run into the combats of life, the real life, to face the evils of the world that are trying to destroy freedom and democracy. And that's what the American spirit is all about. And it's inside you, I know it is. It's totally inside you. I know it's a part of you. It's the way you feel, it's the way you function, right? Or it's the way you want to be. Because I know you look at that World War II vet that's going in the in in the in the airport while you're traveling, and you see that old old timer with his World War II veteran hat on, and you see him in his wheelchair, and he's all he's all all you know he's 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 shriveled up and he's weak, but you know his heart is hard. You know that those days, those long days, where he never thought he was coming home, where those days he never thought he would return to the shores of America, but yet he did it anyways. He rogered up. He stepped forward into the breach, right? He faced his own death. He embraced his fears, and he, he, he was there for his comrades, for his teammates, for his unit, for his country, because he was hard. And that spirit doesn't die in that man, right? But where it might die is when he passes, when the Lord takes him back to heaven, and we forget about him. And we forget about his sacrifice. Not only the sacrifice he the shore the, the sacrifice he made on the shores of Iwo Jima, but we forget about the sacrifice he made when he came back and he worked in the car plants up in, in Michigan and Detroit and he built the world's greatest cars and, and he turned America great. Or he got back and he moved back into Brooklyn, where he's from, and he, he was working in the skyscrapers, building one of the greatest cities in the world. Or he came back to the oil fields of Texas, right? Or he built ships, or he, 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 he was a home builder. Or better yet, he, was a, he gave up his, his battlefield dress and he put on the uniform of a police officer and kept our streets safe after he kept our country safe. That's hard. And that's an amazing thing, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you understand that that's what it takes. It takes this concept that we have to make sure that we perpetuate these ideals, 
that we push these things forward, that we that they don't die. That every every curve or, or every piece of railroad track that was laid in this country, right? Or every channel that was dug, every shot that was fired, and every man and woman that gave the ultimate sacrifice for the red, white, and blue, for God bless America and everything she stands for, man, that is the American spirit. That Those people were hard. And we need to honor them. And that's what I'm doing today on, on Navy SEAL Radio. I hope you're fired up with me. I hope you're you're excited on this amazing Saturday, right? Well, this is last Saturday in February 2015. I can't even believe it, man. Just truly amazing. And uh, sorry I wasn't with you last weekend, but I was up in Chicago hosting or was the MC for their annual Lone Survivor Foundation event. Just a wonderful charity started by Marcus. Uh, Latrell, who you guys all know from Lone Survivor fame, but also more importantly from being such a badass SEAL that he was, uh, a teammate of mine, amazing guy, really just uh, I'm proud to, to know him. And what he did after he got out is he started this incredible charity to help the families of vets that are struggling, man. And there's this amazing retreat that they do. It's a comprehensive ability to empower or restore, empower, and, and rebuild the family unit as a whole. Uh, and this is an amazing organization if you're if you if you want to know more about it, please visit Lone Survivor uh, Foundation uh, or yeah, LoneSurvivorFoundation.org and uh, you donate some money to them, folks, and and he, keep this going. It's an amazing organization that I work a lot with. So that's where I was last Saturday, but I'm back here. I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited about this episode. You're gonna love it. So you know, before we get into this, we always know that how I go through this process, right, is we start out. And uh, we, we define what vintage and what hard mean. And then we talk about, you know, the Amer we're going to talk about the American spirit, where it comes from. I'm going to talk about a few amazing battles out there. Uh, we're going to go all the way from the Revolutionary War to modern era. We're going to talk about some other ideas. Then I'm going to describe four frog logic concepts to help you understand the meaning of vintage hard and help you start rebuilding the American spirit every single day. You're above dirt, which is a huge task, right? Um, and then uh, maybe we'll open it up to, uh, uh, we'll take a short break. We'll open it up to some callers. So if you're interested in calling, call at 760-913-4130 and uh, give us a shout. And, and I'll tell you what, you, will, you, you know, this is going to be an awesome show today. So hope everybody's fired up. I also asked online, I asked a, a great question for everybody down there. Uh, I wanted you to uh, ask what, what does the American spirit mean to you, right? What, how is it forged? And, Oh, well, well, something just happened there. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Holy cow. Um, anyway, so we just had a technical difficulty. It just dropped me live. But I'm going to keep uh, I'm gonna keep recording this show, all right? Uh, something, I don't know what happened, but blogtalkradio.com just dropped my show. Um, it said I was only recording for 15 minutes, but... I'm still recording now, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue recording this show, and I'm going to repost it as soon as it's over, right? Or, yep, I'm going to repost it as soon as it's over, and I'll get it back up for you. So don't worry. You'll still be able to download this show. It's still going to be awesome. You're going to dig it, I promise. All right, so let's get started, right? What is, uh, you know, what is the definition of vintage? First, let's start there, right? Vintage. And this was kind of an interesting one. I went to just the regular uh, uh, dictionary.com, and I found this. 
And, uh, you know, the definition of vintage uh, is, a <laughs> you'll dig this, a season's yield of grapes or wine from a vineyard, wine especially, usually a superior wine or most of which uh, comes from a single year, right? <laughs> I understand that the Lafitte Maiton or whatever from 65 is pretty good, I guess. I'm just kidding you. I don't have any idea. But also, it also means, here's the second one, a collection of contemporary contemporaneous and similar persons or things. So I'm not really sure. What I know vintage to mean is cool, right? When you go to the Internet and you look up vintage and you look up different vintage clothing, vintage Hawaiian shirts, vintage sunglasses, vintage cars, vintage, it just means cool, right? And we seem to, in America, understand what's cool a little bit better than everybody else out there. That's what I dig most, right? Vintage cool, vintage cool, right? So, you know, there's a lot of different ways to approach vintage, but that's the way I do it. When I think about what's truly cool in American history, what I think about is vintage, and that's vintage. So what we've done is what we want to talk about is the combination of that word combined with hard, right? And you know what hard is. I hope everybody understands the, the power of hard and, and what it means. Well, if you don't, let me read it to you. And this is Google's definition of hard, right? And I love this one. I really do. Hard means solid, firm, and resistant to pressure, not easily broken, bent, or pierced, right? <laughs> Underneath it says a hard mattress. I don't know if I like to associate that. I guess it's part. I've been on some hard mattresses. I've been on some hard cots, right? Holy cow. Remember, gents, the cots we slept on when we first got to Afghanistan, though, too? Man, that was brutal. Anyways, so here's another one. Wait, solid, rigid, stiff, resistant, unbreakable. That's what I love about hard. Unbreakable, inflexible, impenetrable, unyielding, solidified, hardened, compact, compacted, dense, Close back, compressed, and there's a whole lot more. Here's the second part of this one. Requiring a great deal of endurance or effort. Let me repeat that one a little bit more cool in a, in a mellow voice. Requiring a great deal of endurance or effort. Man, that's huge right there, right? And here's some synonyms for that. Arduous, strenuous, tiring, fatiguing, exhausting, wearing, back-breaking, Grueling, heavy, laborious. And there's a whole lot more, right? And then there's some adverbs down below, right? With a great deal of effort, right? As, as if to be solid or firm. Man, that's just what hard. So when you combine my concept of vintage, right, which means cool, with hard, you've got a pretty cool understanding of what I believe is, is a main portion of what makes the American spirit so awesome is that we have a collection of people, places, and things that are vintage hard from our past that we need to acknowledge, that we need to uh, perpetuate, that we need to preserve, that we need to honor, that we need to, uh, you know, we need to get fired up on, right? These items, these things, these ideals, these, uh, these everything, man, these are the things. These, these are what resonate in the American, excuse me, in the American spirit. So, you know, let's get into that now. You know, in your mind, you know, I, I asked on, on the web, you know, what is the American spirit? And we'll get to that question here a little bit. And if you want to answer that here in the future, you just go to my Facebook page at David B. Rutherford on, 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 on Facebook, or you can go to my Twitter at Team Frog Logic uh, and follow me there. And I ask a question there, and you can answer that for us, right? So, what is the American spirit? 
right? When you talk about spirit, and I talk about spirit a lot, right? My main focus in my motivational speaking is is really in what I call frog logic. And if you're not familiar with frog logic, frog logic is Navy SEAL motivational training. Now, this is something that I've been working on literally for the last 20 years, folks, maybe longer, right? 20 years of my personal journey trying to discover what enables us as the human, in the human spirit, the human condition, what enables us to succeed in every environment you can think of, every environment imaginable. Now, that's on the battlefields, that's in the hospitals, that's in the streets of wherever, that's in your job, that's in your relationships, that's in your uh, how you function, that's in, you know, everything about your life, right? How do you succeed when that combat of life, or what I call the negative insurgency, and the negative insurgency, i got a killer radio show on what that is. When the negative insurgency is pummeling you day in and day out, because that's where it is. It's always around. The negative insurgency is always there, always ready to just beat the snot out of us, always ready to just hammer us and, and crush us like you wouldn't believe, right? So the idea is, though, folks, man, once you get that understanding of that spirit and that focus and that deal, man, now you're cooking with gas, Right? And that's what I try and help people understand with frog logic. It's Navy SEAL motivation. Now, now, granted, this isn't just me, folks. I, I, I take 70-plus years of UDT, underwater demolition teams, and the Navy SEAL teams. I take our operations, our training concepts, our elite performance uh, 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 capabilities and credentials and, and ideas and things that we've been able to accomplish, and I, I extrapolate the very best things that you, the listener, can comprehend and you know implement into your lives, and those those I've created or that's called using frog logic. It's a Navy SEAL motivational concept, idea, mindset, philosophy, man. And there are four main concepts in frog logic. One, you got to forge your self confidence every single day, right? And there are eight missions on how to do that. Two, you've got to learn to embrace your fear because you can't defeat it. We're wired for fear. We're taught fear our whole lives. And there are five missions in order to to embrace your fears. Three, you got to learn to live the team life. I'm telling you, unless you're com comprehensively oriented around a team lifestyle, man, you are going to fail, right? So that team life, man, there are, another, there are four missions that will teach you how to do that. And then finally, once you got your self-confidence dialed in, you learn to embrace your fear, and you're living a team life, then you got to set a purpose, and you got to live with purpose. And there are five missions with that concept for you all out there, too. So listen, folks, if you want to know more about all that stuff, please visit our website at teamfroglogic.com, or you can find me on YouTube. I've got a truckload of videos out there that describe all these. I've got, you know, these FTV videos, Frog Logic training videos. I've got other videos that describe them. I've got fired up hoo-yah videos that talk about my motivational, my speeches. If you want to watch, if you want to contact us, if you and your company need, you know, need to get fired up, you want to experience some frog logic in your organization, right, to help you reach that next level, you can visit our website and send us a contact email. Well, that's all there. Plus, this radio show, man, I've been doing this radio show now since April of, of 2013. This is my 70th show today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super fired up that this is my 70th show. And I'm really excited because you know, 70 show, in 70 shows, what we've been able to do is we've been able to capture almost 875,000 downloads. And that's because of all you. So thank you so much. I mean, I can't even believe we're almost at a million downloads 
on this show that I just started to to, to expand the message of Frog Logic, to help some more people, to reach some more people, to give them the tools that I've used that have helped me endure the combat life, that have helped me defeat the negative insurgency. And, man, we're, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm truly blessed, and I just want to thank all you, my listeners, for that. So, all right, I, as I digress a little bit, let me come back into the fray of the American spirit, right? And that's what we're talking about here. So the American spirit in my mind, you know, the first thing that I always pops into my head when I start talking about this is, is old George Washington crossing the Delaware, right? And that epic op he did, right, after they got defeated at, at New York, man. And this is, you know, you take it even step a little bit further back, man, even before, you know, crazy George GW. And, and what we got there is, is we got, you know, a guy named John Adams. Or Sam Adams, I should say. And Sam Adams was a bad dude, right? He had grit. He had, he was hard as nails, man. He's actually the one who started, right, started the the movement that ultimately led to the American Revolution because we're tired of getting taxed without representation, taxation without representation. And it really came to a culmination when, when that cat got his crew, his wrecking crew, his brotherhood, right, his group of hard chargers, Right, these vintage uh, political philosophers that that founded all the United States. He got these cats together. And now, granted, listen, this whole concept that these dudes wore, you know, were all wearing white powder and you know they were prim and proper, or just like in all these paintings that they make them out to be back in the day. And these were hard charts. These were farmers. These were dudes that you know every day they had to you know cut a path to survival, man. And they had to do that in the raw, the rawness of, of America. I mean, we can't even conceptualize what this place might have been like back then because we're, we're so spoiled it's not even funny. But this cat, old Sam Adams, right, he's the one, man. He's the one that pushed the, the envelope, and he did it in Boston, man. This cat did it in Boston, right? He got fired up, and he got pissed. And what he did is he raised this group. They went down to the harbor one night. They they boarded a, a Boston a, a British ship and they chucked all their tea into the water as as a stance of defiance. Hey, you're gonna tax our stuff. We're gonna our, our goods or whatever. And then guess what? We're gonna throw your stuff, your most precious tea, right into the into the old uh, harbor there. What are you gonna do about it? Huh? That's hard. That fires me up. And you think about that, and what that led to, what that led to was the American Revolution. That was the founding point, right? That was the thing that kicked all this stuff. That led to the shot heard round the road. That, that led to, you know, the win in Boston. That led to, you know, the, the movement to New York where they were defeated badly by the British. But did they quit? Man, they were starving, outnumbered. They, they didn't have any supplies. Dudes were wearing shoes with no socks in the winter. And old George, old GW, first president, first, I mean, first true hard charger, man. I mean, this guy, in, in terms of war, this dude led a ragtag bunch of, of, of farmers across the, the Delaware River and just whipped the snot out of the Husseins, man. I mean, that's cool, dude. If you don't think that's cool, then, man, I don't know what, what the deal is. Anyway, so that was the foundation of heart and all those people that came together to endure, now, this was not something that happened overnight, man. The Brits did not give up easily. This was a long-term struggle, and there were time and time again 
where America might not have succeeded. But they did not quit, right? They stayed in the fight. They created the Declaration of Independence and signed it, right? The Bill of Rights, right? I mean, this is some amazing, groundbreaking stuff that changed the world. They were just ordinary men. They, were not, they weren't anything different or special or anybody else, man. These were just ordinary men who allowed that spirit, who allowed the, the, the intrinsic drive in their guts to do what's right, to, do, to understand the equality of, of our God-given rights to be free. They understand the power of that spirit, the power of that, that foundation, man. And they acted. They didn't sit back and let something else happen. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. They got in the fight. Think to yourself, are you in the fight right now? Are you in that fight right now? Would you be willing to fight for America as our forefathers did right now? Would you be willing to, to, to you, know, you know, grab arms and rise if, it, if the call went out? Would you we'd be willing to battle tyranny on our own soil? Like in the Civil War, standing up for the true equality of men, man. People seem to forget out there. People seem to forget that you fast forward after we got this going, that this thing almost came to an end again. In 1861, right, when the Civil War started. I mean, think about this. This is Americans destroying Americans. We got so so wound up in all these other ideas that we forgot the true essence of what this whole thing was about, that we are all created equal, that we all have the right to pursue happiness in the eyes of God, the eyes of America. United States of America, man. And there was an epic battle, a war against each other. Now ask yourself now, man, you know, what, what was a truly defining moment of that time? And what I did is I went to the Battle of Gettysburg, man. And we just had the 100-year anniversary a little while ago. Man, that's a powerful moment. That's a powerful time in our history. Gettysburg. Brothers fighting brothers, cousins fighting cousins. This teeny little town in Pennsylvania, man. And you think about it, and you think about all the amazing things. You think about, uh, you know, Culp's Hill. You think of Charge at Little Round Top. You think of Pickett's ch Charge. I mean, think about that. In a few hours of pick Pickett's Charge, man, what, what happened? We're talking 12,500 men. You know, when you think about the casualties of that one war, that one battle in particular, the Battle of Gettysburg, here you go. Two armies suffered between 46,000 and 51,000 casualties. Stop for a moment and ponder those numbers. Ponder those numbers and what they mean. 46 to 51,000 casualties. 3,150. 55 killed, right? That's Those were unions, the unions. The Confederates, man, the Confederates had 4,708 killed. This is three days, ladies and gentlemen. This is three days of battle. Each other, fighting each other 
for an idea, for a spirit, the spirit of America. Now, that's pretty hardcore, man. That's pretty amazing right there. I hope you understand the power of that. If you want to understand the magnitude, all you got to do, man, is go go read the Gettysburg Address by Abraham Lincoln, one of the greatest, probably, in my opinion, the greatest speech ever written that truly describes our spirit, what Americans are willing to do for the ideals and principles which founded us, what they were willing to go through, what they were willing to fight for, man. They were willing to kill their own family members to preserve the American spirit because that's what keeps us afloat. That's what makes our country great is this spirit and this willingness of these hard individuals, these hard teams, these hard groups, these hard people to, to confront evil head on to preserve our way of life preserve that. I mean, that's that's unbelievable, man. That's huge. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. We've, we've taken some lumps. I mean, that, the Civil War, I mean, many people would look at that and say, what are the greatest nightmares of our country's history? But it, would, it had to happen. And we fought it. You fast forward, man, we just get things going. We got the end of the 18th century. We start the railroads. The Industrial Revolution blows up. We've got, uh, you know, all these uh, Car uh, Carnegie. We've got Ford. We've got, uh, you know, all these cats that started the, you know, the gas industry. I mean, really just exceptional, exceptional people coming together. And yet everybody's out there, well, they use slave labor, blah, blah, blah. And everybody wants to whine about how we got it done, that it was unfair. Well, just stop for a moment and think about the moments before that. Try and put yourself in that time period and think about all around the world and how things have happened before that. Listen, life is hard. Let me repeat myself. Life is really, really hard. And if you're not willing to take some bumps, take some lumps and get pounded, get hammered on a regular day, by the, or every regular day, every day of your life by the negative insurgency, then you're not going to make it. You're not going to be there to help the rest of us preserve the spirit. And then ultimately, if we don't get more people on board with this fight, we're going to lose this. It's going to wither away. And we're going to have to get into another epic battle, another revolution, another civil war, and perhaps even another world war, man. You look at what's going on over in the Middle East right now. Man, and these people are hell-bent on ending our way of life. I don't like to talk much about this political stuff, really, but I'm going to, man. If you take two seconds and just spend five seconds looking at, at news articles for what ISIS plan is for the world, it's to get rid of us, period. Simple, to the point, get rid of us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, man, I, if that don't make your blood boil, I don't know what does because it's going to require all of us to fight this. All of us to recognize that we're going to have to get dirty on this, that we're going to have to step up, that we're going to have to be unbreakable, that our spirit has got to coalesce, come together, and we're going to have to be willing to fight for what we believe in, for what we are, because we've been fighting that whole time. Let's look at the next example, World War II. 
Now, listen, we tried to, to stay out of it. We tried, to, right, to, you know, American isolationism. We tried. We didn't want to get involved, right? We felt bad. We tried to, we were helping supply and the Brits and some other people. But we, hey, man, we're, we can't get into this. We're not ready for this. We don't want to do this. This is in our world. And then, boom, Pearl Harbor happens. We get hammered. We got our nose bloody bad. But what do we do? We picked ourselves up. We dusted ourselves off, and we got back in the fight because we would not, we could not, and we will not ever let that American spirit die because that's what it is, man. And these hard individuals, they did it. Fast forward, let's look at D-Day, man. D-Day was the turning point in this thing, right? D-Day, you had these incredible numbers of American soldiers, sailors, airmen, and they all came together, man. I mean, you think about this, and this is incredible. And let me let me read you some stuff. The Normandy landings were the largest seaborne invasion in history. Nearly 5,000 landing assault craft, 289 escort vessels, 277 minesweepers, nearly 160,000 troops crossed the English Channel on D-Day, with 875,000 men disembarking by the end of June. Allied casualties on the first day... On the first day, were 10,000, with 4,414 4, confirmed dead. Think about that. That's one day. One day. There were also 3,000 civilian casualties on D-Day. We didn't quit, did we? We didn't quit. We charged those th- that, that wall. We overcome I mean, think of the men looking at their best friends getting turned to pink myth as they ran up on those shores or dropping right next to them, bullets whizzing past their head, fighting for the American spirit. That's a powerful, powerful thing, man. And if you aren't willing to do that, what are you willing to do? What does it mean to you? I always come back to that. What does the American spirit mean to you? Right? Right? It's the preservation of our great nation by individuals that are hard as nails, that are cool cats, that are people that can, under pressure, rise to the occasion and make a change in history. Now, some estimates of World War II losses on a worldwide scale are 70 million, 50 to 70 million folks, ladies and gentlemen. What are you willing to do? Don't think that there are some people in this world that are that, that want to get rid of us, that are sick of us, they're tired of it. They don't like the way we do things. It's counterproductive to their style, their culture, their way of life. And guess what? They want to end us. They want to break our spirit. What are you willing to do? Now, listen, this doesn't add, man. It, it kept going. Kept going, it isn't, it? and only a few, you know, a couple years later. Next thing you know, man, Vietnam's getting going, and we sat in there, man. You know, the first guy in Vietnam, the guy the first on the wall, he died in 1956, man. Sacrificed his life. I mean, that's that's unbelievable, right there, if you ask me. Unbelievable. Now, you know, I, I hope you understand. The power of that sacrifice. I hope you understand what that means. 
mean, it's huge. It's huge. All right? Now, you go fast forward, man, and Vietnam was long and hard. But what happened in that? What happened in Vietnam? Counterculture movement started, right? And the revolution in America started, that we were we were doing ungodly things in places that weren't even our, our, our wasn't, wasn't a reality. But what people never wanted to accept was the, the, the scourge of communism, right? That we're still feeling today in a bunch of places. Look at what Putin's doing today. Look at the Chinese and how they manipulate the, 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 the dollar and the yen. That's communism. It's not open and free. But yet people got spun up and pissed off that we were over there, that it wasn't needed, that we didn't, we didn't need, we didn't need to stop the, the, the tide of communism. And that's where it started, man, I believe. People got upset. People didn't think we needed to fight for this anymore. And it was powerful because it shut that thing down, man. We shut it down. But when you think about some great moments, you think about that Tet Offensive. You know, I mean, that was huge. This was one of the largest military campaigns of the Vietnam War, which was launched on January 30th, 1968. Man, and this thing encompassed the entire South Vietnam. I mean, there were some amazing, unbelievable battles. The Battle of Way, the Massacre of Way, Khe San. I mean, all our brothers and sisters that were there in the mix during that, preserving the American spirit. To fight for freedom and democracy, to choose your elected officials, to choose to be governed, to give the rights of people to be free. Folks, that ain't communism. If you think communism or imperialism or fascism or radical Islam is freedom, then you need to go have your head checked out. What I suggest is you roger up, you make a sacrifice for your beliefs, and you go move to these places and you live with them. You sacrifice everything you got here in America that other people have earned for you because of your unwillingness to fight for the ideas of what America make America strong. Getting hard. That's willing to get dirty. Willing to get in the mix and fight for what's right. Now this is something, folks, that I, I got to tell you, man, this continues to go nowadays even. You look at my friends that, you know, you look at the last 14 years, ladies and gentlemen, 15 or 14, you know, since 9-11. And for me, that's where I first understood what it meant to get hard, to go forth and, and, and protect the American spirit. And nobody thought 9-11 was going to happen. Nobody thought those 19 dudes were going to, you know, kill over 3,000 people in America. Nobody thought those ever could dream of the World Trade Centers falling down. You didn't, did you? But you saw it. You saw them attack our American spirit. You felt it. And you can still feel it now if you allow yourself to go to that place emotionally, psychologically, and remember what you felt watching those people dive out of those buildings. And what happened, man? We stepped up. And we went after the enemy to preserve what we have here because it's coming after us. These people want to end our spirit. They want to break us. They want us to quit, to give up, to stop believing that freedom and democracy are the absolute ways to live in this world. But make no mistake, this is not easy work to do. 
You need to get off your butt. You need to stop just throwing bombs on the Internet. You need to stop just ranting and raving without any good, legitimate education. You need to understand the true sacrifice and what the American spirit means. Because if you do that, you allow that to get inside you, then you will become better. You will rise. You will start to feel that, that heritage, that classic sense of being cool, of what being American is all about. Because that's you. That's you right now. We need you to be there, just like my brothers were in the Battle of Ramadi, the second Battle of Ramadi in 2006, which is, you know, I mean, one of the most incredible challenges of, of, of all of Iraq. People had, had, had signed us off. People wanted to pull us out and quit. People wanted to say, we've lost. Let's quit. Let's get out. Let's tuck our tail and leave. What does that say about our spirit when people are suggesting we do that because we're losing, yeah, we were losing 100, 125 people a day, and God bless their souls, but guess what? Try 4,000 in one day. And then what would the American public believe or feel? Because you don't feel, obviously, a grand majority of people aren't feeling that right now. They don't feel that sense of heritage. They don't feel that importance. They don't feel that, that unbelievable spirit, the American spirit of our people who have come before us. Well, I'll tell you what, in that battle of mine, they certainly felt. And most importantly, I just want to acknowledge someone who felt it at the highest level. My brother, my, my, my teammate, Mike Monsoor. And I didn't know Mike, but I'll tell you what, he was an exceptional human being. He was... He won the Medal of Honor because he jumped on a grenade to save two of his brother's lives. I mean, that's humongous. Jumped on a grenade to protect the American spirit because he was hard. That's what it takes, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this all takes. So if, if you're not prepared for that, then I don't know what you are prepared for. Are you just going to continue to suck away the spirit of America? Continue breaking it down by your verbal assaults, by your, your lack of, of, of effort to preserve it? That's unsat, man. That's unsat. Now, what I've done for you, in case you're struggling with this, in case you're struggling, you don't know where I'm coming from, what I've done for you is I've created four frog logic concepts to help you learn how to appreciate the American spirit. Four concepts to help you appreciate and preserve the vintage, hard people, places, and things that make America great. And I hope you listen. I hope you listen closely to these. So step one of the four frog logic concepts to preserve the vintage, hard nature of the American spirit. Step one, be proud. Be proud to be an American. Don't make excuses, Right? You can acknowledge certain bad moments in our history, but follow right back up with some amazing opportunity, amazing things, right? Nobody's perfect. To think that we, there's, uh, there's this nirvana, we've created the best possible country in the history of mankind, and people want to bemoan about it? They want to dig up the past and what we did and, and how we were wrong? And granted, I believe it. I, I think it was wrong, but it's not going to change it. And what needs to happen is we need to embrace what we do have right now. To push away the negativity of our approach and embrace the positivity of our spirit. Of what makes America great. 
That's what we have to do, and that's our pride in who we are as a collective group and what we've done. Not to cast stones and bring and tear us apart and, and break down American exceptionalism, apologize for things. Man, granted, right, right of that, sorry we did it. Now let's move on. Let's be great now because we've come a long way together, and you can't deny that. So be proud. That's step one. Step two, all right, and this is a big one. Step two is you need to study your history. You need to understand in depth to get to where you are now. And I'm not talking about your own life, your own hard sacrifices of having to work at McDonald's one summer or your hard sacrifices of having to take 20 credits in one semester or your hard sacrifice of having to maybe work two jobs or your hard sacrifice of only being able to drive a, a, a hand-me-down versus being able to buy a new car or a hard sacrifice of I don't care what it is, right? That's ridiculous. I'm talking about the sacrifices of the people who founded this great nation. I'm talking about the sacrifices who, of all the people that died building this country. I'm talking about the sacrifice of all the people who died protecting the spirit of this country, the ideals, the concepts. We're talking millions of people. Millions have given you what you have. And why don't you realize that? What about your life? It's because you don't know your history, period, clear and simple. Because when you were studying American history, although they gutted most of it in all the textbooks nowadays, and you, you weren't studying American history, you didn't take on board. You didn't put yourself in those situations. You didn't really feel the catastrophe of what happened. Because you don't allow yourself to go there. You preserve your own spirit, your own perception, and you don't allow the, the traditions, right, this vintage concept, this vintage uh, effort, this vintage dedication of sacrifice and, and, and a willingness to die for the country. You don't allow that to penetrate your heart. I feel for you. Hopefully God will help you move through that, man, because that's what you need to get to. That's what you need to learn how to do. So what I say is study your history. Start with the Revolutionary War, period. Then go to the Civil War, right? Then go to the Industrial Revolution. Then go to the World War One, World War Two. Then go to the 50s and the greatest time of our nation where we became the world superpower, 50s and 60s. Study your, and study now. Study now. Become aware of what's tearing us apart, this fighting. And I'll tell you what it is. It's people wanting you to believe that we are not the greatest nation and we didn't earn it. To wear our colors proudly with our chests out and our spirit screaming at the top of our lungs, Hoo-yah! God bless America. Study your history. Step three. All right, here's the, here's the deal. Step three, you need to pay tribute every chance you get. So on, on holidays or when you see something exceptional, something pops up or you meet somebody in an airport that's served or, or you know somebody that helped build the book Brooklyn Bridge or dig the Panama Canal, I don't care what it is. Whenever you meet somebody that made America exceptional, pay tribute. Thank them. Shake their hand, your grandfather, your grandmother. Right? Think about the sacrifice they made. Think about the people you know that have served this country. Thank them. Come out of your way. 
Think about the people that make America great right now, that preserve that spirit, the people, you know, the truly amazing people that are out there. Push past those, those ones who are detracted, who are a part of the negative insurgency, and go find the people who are great and have, who, are, who live the American spirit, who have it in their hearts and their minds and their souls, and thank them. Thank them for what they do. Pay tribute. All right, and the last one, this is step four. Here, I want you to pay close attention. Here's what you got. Stop whining and get hard. That's right. Uh, no more whining, all right? No more, oh, whoa, is me, America's this, America's that, oh, whoa, whoa. No, it's time to step up and pronounce what you believe, right? Stand up for your ideas in a productive way, in a positive way. Don't lash out and call other people these names and all this. Just make an argument of why we're exceptional. Stop whining about all this stuff. Stop whining about your life. Stop whining about all this stuff. Be proud to look like the look at the red, white, and blue. Be proud to all this, right? Try and propose positive things. If you've got something in your community that needs addressing, then address it. Create a group of team, of team members. Make it so your politicians can't deny you. Get in the fight. Because if you don't, you continue your whining. That voice is getting louder. Louder, louder. And that spirit, man, I'm telling you what, we got people at other ends of our American spirit, and they're trying to bend it. They're trying to snap it right now. They're taking a flamethrower to it. They're trying to shoot it. They're trying to snipe it. They're trying to blow it up every chance they get, ladies and gentlemen. They are trying to destroy our American spirit. So stop whining, get hard, and get in the fight. That's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. You can't just sit back and hope it goes away. I mean, think about how silly that is. To actually think that if you just sit back, somebody else will take care of it for you. What are you saying right there with your inaction? Are you hard? Do you believe in the, our vintage heritage? Do you believe in the classic nature of the American spirit? Do you? I don't think so. I don't think you do, but I'll tell you what, man, if, if, if you get in there and you start going big, I mean, man, I, I can't even tell you how good that's going to feel. I can't even tell you how, how awesome it's going to be. It's going to make you feel a whole nother level, a whole nother awesome in your life. You're going to feel that spirit... Feel that spirit building in you. You're going to feel that, that just that, that whole change, the transition in your heart and your mind and, your, and everything about you, man. That, that's huge. That's massive. That's massive. All right? Got to stop your whining and get hard. Right? That's exactly, exactly the deal, right? Gotta stop your whining and get hard. All right. So I hope you guys have, have dug it. You've understood this show. That I hope I've been clear about why it works and how it works and all that. And and just want you to know, man. I mean, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you that that you figure this stuff out. It's up to you that you believe in what we are. Right. I hope that you feel it from me. I hope that you get it. I hope that you want it. I hope that you believe in it. I really do because, man, it, it's critical. I mean, so one of the things that, 
you know, I'm doing now, not only by doing this radio show also, but I'm also, man, I want to preserve this concept. I want to make sure this doesn't die, that we are recognizing all that. So what I've done with my creative director, Brian Colt, one of the greatest artists in the world, right? What I've done is, what we've done together is we've created a new brand, a new apparel brand, new clothing brand that will pay tribute. And it's called Vintage Hard, man. It's called Vintage Hard. And you can check our new Facebook page out of Vintage Hard Apparel. We're also on Twitter, at Vintage Hard. We're on, on Instagram, at Vintage Hard Apparel. Check it out. We've got a new T-shirt out. But let me first tell you what we're committed to. And this is, this is off one of our new promo pieces that you can find on Facebook right now. Vintage Hard is a brand driven and honored to pay tribute to the people, places, and things that help forge the unbreakable American spirit, right? From the moment Sam Adams and his crew chucked the Brits' precious tea into the Boston Harbor, America's been hard. Together, we've marched forth into the combat of life with intestinal fortitude and a focused resolve in our unified pursuit of the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and the nature's and nature's God entitle them. Once that great shot was heard around the world, American ideals, inventions, and heroes have been shaping the foundations of freedom and democracy everywhere human beings are willing to fight for what's right. Vintage Heart is dedicated to preserving this idea, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. That's vintage hard. That's the American spirit. So what we have for you is we've got a, a T-shirt out there, our first T-shirt in the line that you're going to love. It's absolutely amazing. It's called Jungle Boots. And it, we're paying tribute to all those cats that wore Vietnam jungle boots, that wore jungle boots in the service. I wore jungle boots, man, overseas uh, in Afghanistan a bunch. Uh, I, I love them. So we've got them on there. We've got the – it's cool. It's a next level T-shirt, uh, this uh, combined uh, material. Man, it's awesome. But please, if you're interested in this T-shirt and you want to support the ideals and support American, the American spirit, go ahead and purchase this T-shirt. You can find it at teamfroglogic.com forward slash store. That's where it's available right now. That's teamfroglogic.com forward slash store. You can find the T-shirt there, right? It's an amazing T-shirt. You'll love it. It's very cool. And what we're doing is we're donating a, a, par, a portion of our proceeds to the Navy SEALs Fund. Now, my, I've got some buddies who started this, and this this fund goes directly to the veterans. It's veterans helping veterans. So if you're interested in not only, you know, protecting and preserving the American spirit, but also supporting a great cause, we've got a bunch of Vietnam-era guys that are, are hitting those points where they need additional help, right? They need some support financially, and we're here for them, man. So if you're interested, please, you know, buy the T-shirt, support our new cause, man, because it's awesome. So, Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you. Sorry about the live version going down after a short period of time. I really apologize about that. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, I, I'm sorry. So I just want to thank to all those Americans who built the more American spirit, right, that unbreakable American spirit who came before us, our forefathers and sisters, 
man, that stood up, that rose to the occasion to preserve what we have and to make it happen. Man, a special thank to you. I also want to thank all the people in the Brotherhood and all those serving right now downrange who have served recently, who have died on the battlefields, their families who have made the sacrifice to protect the American spirit. I want to thank you. I want to thank my family for helping me believe in the American spirit. And most importantly, I want to thank my two girls, right, the bear and the bruiser, because I promise you, I guarantee you, I'm going to do everything in my human, my humanly possible to teach you to preserve the American spirit too. So someday, maybe you'll even call your old man vintage hard. All right, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I'm super fired up. I'm your host, David Rutherford. This, I'm a Navy SEAL motivational speaker, behavioral training specialist, author for kids and adults, life coach, and the host of Navy SEAL Radio Man. Super fired up, and it's my mission to help you. Forge your self-confidence, embrace your fears, live the team life, and live with purpose. Oh, one last thing. Don't ever forget, I'm your new swim buddy, so let's get motivated. Ow!